All right, it's Josh Culley here, host of the REI Marketing Weekly, and man, am I excited to announce to you guys a brand new book that is actually coming out very soon. It is available for pre-order right now. It's called the REI Marketing Book. It is literally just a collaboration full of nuggets from 50 of the top real estate investors in the country. It is 100% geared towards helping you with your marketing and your real estate investing business. And how do you get a hold of it? Well, you can simply go to reimarketingbook.com to get a hold of that. Right now, it is available for pre-order and should be published within the next couple of months. So make sure you go grab your copy. We've spent a lot of man hours putting this book together for you guys that is just jam-packed full of nuggets and bits of information about how these guys run their marketing in the real estate investing business. So make sure not to miss out on that. Now let's go ahead and jump into the REI Marketing Weekly for the Who's Crushing It segment. Make sure to take notes and let's make it happen. Welcome back to the REI Marketing Weekly. It's your host, Josh Culler with Color Media and REI.video. And I'm excited to have one of my good pals directly out of Columbus, Ohio, RJ Papino. RJ, hey, what's yo. going on, man? Hey, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Man, Thanksgiving was fire. It was good. Gabby <laughs> and I just had a, a Thanksgiving lunch, getting away from the family, just us. And that was, that was pretty good, man. How about yourself over there yeah, in man. Columbus being shut down a little bit? but Yeah, we... <laughs> man we we were able to get out um we said not to we weren't going to spend um the whole time there but uh we had to split it up this year so my uh, wife's um family is also in town so we told them we we're going to get together today and um but it was good to bring a little leone it was our first thanksgiving yeah. with everybody um, so everyone got to spend some time with her and i mean i just always I eat too much and it was good, you know, so, hey. <laughs> that's what we do, man. <laughs> that's what we do. Yeah. No messing awesome. around. It's, it's, you know, um, in the Filipino culture, it's like, if you don't eat and leave with a full stomach, it's, uh, you know, they're going to kind of against you. It is. That's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. I think that's, I think that's like every culture outside of the U.S. Because same thing mm -hmm. for my wife's culture, the, they're, they're Mexican and all that. So that's hilarious. So I, I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving, but RJ, good friend of mine um, out of Columbus here and uh, known RJ for, you know, maybe over a year, two years, close to that. Mm -hmm. um, and partners with uh, another good friend of mine, Dave Payer Chin, and we're going to have him on the show. Actually, he's scheduled to record next week, so you guys will get to hear from him as well. But these guys run an absolutely insane operation out of Columbus, Ohio with uh, Columbus Turnkey, and they do a fantastic job with everything that do, they do in their business from uh, staffing with their team all the way down to marketing, which is you know obviously something we're going to talk about a lot today. Uh, but RJ puts out a lot of awesome content too. And well, my, me and my team actually have the privilege of helping him do that. So he does an incredible job of delivering so much value. Uh, and then if you're whatever platform you're on, I, I, we're posting to Facebook, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram. We're going to be getting YouTube rolling here soon, along with a podcast as well. So that's going to be great. Um, but just a, an insane amount of value that comes out of this guy's mouth. And um, he's, he's been around the block quite a bit. So I'm excited to dive into the marketing tactics that you guys are doing. Something that we were talking about a little bit before we started recording was uh, obviously like a lot of people are shifting some of the ways they do the marketing and you guys do so much volume, but you've been in it for so long. So you see some of the patterns and the changes when, when people mm -hmm. go all in on texting, you want to back out and go in a different direction because then that's saturated. So we're going to yeah. talk about kind of like what your strategies are. But then in addition to that, you were talking about, um, you know, a very foundational thing in marketing 
that we want to hit on as well. And we'll uh, reveal that here after we talk about that. But RJ, do me a favor uh, for the people that don't know who you are, just, you know, 30 seconds to 60 seconds, who RJ Pepino is a little bit about you guys operation. And then let's go ahead and hop into uh, the topics that we're going to talk about today. Awesome, man. Yeah. So RJ Pepino and we're in Columbus, Ohio. And, you know, for the last, I'd say about last five, six years, we have been heavily in the turnkey space. And so of real estate, um, and that's kind of a term that's been um, used so many times now because um, back then it was like, Hey, we're just selling rentals. Yeah. Um, but the, the term turnkey came about when you provided the service of doing everything from A to Z for that investor. Um, so that's what we did. And I say uh, did because we, we switched our business, business models around to be more focused on um, keeping the assets and doing the management um, and then switching from instead of flipping the rentals, which we still do, but not in a big scale. We're doing more wholesale, um, yeah. flipping the ones that don't make sense, um, that don't fit our buy box. And then keeping the ones that, that we can do the burr on or do some more creative financing and such. So we're out of Columbus, Ohio, and, you know, uh, we've got a number of rentals. We're north of 130. Um, we've got uh, a flipping business as well. But I just told your uh, audience that we switched from turnkey to uh, wholesale. And we can touch on that if, if you guys want. But sure. um, Dave, my, you know, my business partner and I, Dave Perichin, we have... Uh, entered into some new markets in, in, uh, in Ohio, um, cause we like Ohio. It's such a friendly state for, for landlords. Um, and so you can catch us on, you know, all the platforms that, that Josh mentioned, cause we are passionate about, um, sharing our experience and know that when we are, um, basically having a, we have, we definitely have a big time hand up. And if you have a hand down, um, it just completes that law of success. Um, yeah. And you actually learn more when you do that. So we're excited to do that. You guys are doing an amazing job putting our content out there. Um, and I'm just uh, so grateful to be here, man. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many things that we got coming down the pipe. You know, RJ is putting together mm -hmm. some awesome books. And you guys, like, we're going to be doing some courses. Like I said, podcasts and YouTube, just a lot coming down the pipe. So I'm excited about that. So you guys keep an eye out for that and make sure you do go follow RJ and all this stuff. And then when we get Dave on, we'll talk about that too. So I want to actually start with the foundational thing. That was kind of, that's kind of been festering in my mind ever since that you talked yeah. about it. And that is uh, actually one of my good buddies that I think I've connected you guys with Jerry Green. He's up in Dayton, not yeah. too far from you guys. He talks about this a lot because he's been in real estate for uh, longer than I've even been alive. Um, and, and I love when he talks about this and when you said it, I'm like, yeah, this is, this fits perfectly for your guys's business. Um, and just the way you execute on it. And that is, uh, creating solutions for your, uh, target customers or the, the sellers, as opposed to just throwing offers out. Cause especially now you guys are getting back into wholesaling. You probably see this a lot with a lot of wholesalers because they're not actually closing on the deal. They're just throwing all offers like left and right. Like it's like, it's nothing like it has no essence to it, that it, it doesn't matter to the seller um, because there's, you know, they, they think that there's no emotion or empathy behind it. And so uh, the way right. you guys approach it with solving a solution is just extraordinary. And I think it's very fascinating um, to think of it that way, because that, that goes that, you know, we, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, the cold calling texting and, and direct mail that you guys are doing. But if you, take that principle that you said and apply it to all of those, those can work very well. But if you don't take it and apply it, 
then you may not see as good a result. So let's talk about that. Why, why, why approach it in um, solving solution or giving solutions and solving problems as opposed to just throwing out offers. And we know the gurus that teach that kind of stuff, but like, let's talk about that for just a few minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the number one reason why is because when you have a very competitive market, like we are in, and we've been like this, uh, even when the, uh, uh, we had, you know, the 08 uh, crash is that everybody has the same message. It's I can buy your house for cash and close quickly, you know, and that message is everywhere. But if you come up, if you come with a message of I can help solve your problems, whether you're going through a divorce, whether you're going through, um, uh, you know, probate or if you're behind on payments and you're speaking to their problems, you have a high likelihood that they're going to call you first because they don't really care about what you're going to make. They're not, mm -hmm. they, you know, they don't know if cash is their best option. They're yeah. just afraid. You know, they're afraid. They're in a distressed situation. And so that's who we, that's who we go after. We go after people that um, are a highly likelihood that they need to sell. Um, it starts with, um, you know, our data and we do a lot to get the best data, spend a lot of money in, in marketing to, um, you know, skip trace and find out who has the highly likelihood, who has some motivation, who has some pain. And so when we call them, it's not just, um, hey, you know, we're this company, we can pay you cash, we can close quick. We don't even talk about that. We just try to pick up the phone, smile and see if we can make a friend and see what's going on with their lives, mm. you know, and get yeah. to the point where they're like, yeah, I mean, I had a thanks, I, had, I didn't have a Thanksgiving because I'm behind on payments and I had, didn't have enough money to like pay for groceries or whatever, you know, whatever that problem is. I'm, I'm just using that as like, that could be a possibility right now in, in, in time since we just had Thanksgiving. But, you know, other people are, are talking about formulas and, and money before they even got to who their name is and what they're doing, where they're going to, yeah. you know, a good question to ask is like, where are you going to go? you know, after you, you sell your house? Have you thought about that yet? You know, because they, a lot of people don't, they just know that they're in a bind. They have, they, and our company helps with, with that piece of, um, you know, not only just getting the deal in contract, but where are they going to go? You know? So and, I want to, I want to pause you right there. Yeah. Yes. Cause I was going to follow up with that. Like when you get people that'll ask a question like that, like you said, like, what are you, where are you going to go after you sell? And they, you know, the, the person will tell them and then there's no response after that. There's no, there's no solution or help that they could provide. But what you guys are doing is like, and as soon as you start saying that, I'm like, I know that they, they follow up on this because if you ask a question like that, some of the best marketing that you can do is actually providing a solution for their response. And if you could do that, you could close deals left and right very easily because it builds rapport, it builds that emotional support with them. So mm -hmm. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I knew you were okay. going that direction. I'm like, no, we got to hit that because that's important. <laughs> it is. And then what happens is when you have to touch up, uh, touch base with them or do a follow-up call, you're touching on that, you know, whether it was like, oh, so, hey, did you, you know, think about um, going and talking to this management company that we referred or, hey, did you, uh, you know, was that referral down in Florida from a, a property management company? Did that work out for you? So you have something that you can touch on. And that's what we do. We use a, um, a specific um, uh, process of form where you're talking about family, occupation, recreation, motivation. Family, occupation, recreation, motivation. So you talk about family. Hey, do you have family down in Florida? You're moving there. You said you wanted to move there. 
and you talk about that and try to re- try to find relatable touch points so that it's not all about i'm going to buy i'm going to pay cash for your house and you're going to you know like you're getting right to the money before you even talked about motivation or even know about motivation so yeah. that's that's where that whole um finding the pain building rapport that's where we set up um you know, I think a lot of our successes is because it's all about the setup and what you're talking about before you even get to the money. So then at what point do you get to the money? So is it after you, after you feel like they have, you know, built some really good rapport? Is it just a gut feeling? Is it a process where you hit this point? Now you're bringing up price. What does that look like? Yeah. So we, we, we like to do the the dance. Like you, 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 you hit up with form. You like you maybe touch on family and then you go right into the house and talk about the house. Oh, tell me about the house. What, uh, you know, how many bedrooms that it ha- does it have? You start talking about real estate and then you go right into occupation. So what it is, what do you, what do you do for a living? You know? So it's almost like a, like a, it's like a tennis match with the balls in their court and the balls in your court balls in their court. And what, right when you, um, sense that they're, you know, it's starting to get a little bit, um, awkward. That's, that's when you, you want to kind of talk to, to them like they're your friend you know like you're yeah okay so um because then because a lot of these times they get emotional i mean there's time there's calls that we have recorded where they're crying over the phone Mm, wow you know and so we got to take it and then try to redirect the conversation back into the house where it's more like it's not emotional it's just kind of logic um and then um we always in every phone call we always present them um you know an offer to buy it out cash and that it's usually way probably like 10, 15 minutes into the call before mm-hmm. we even start talking numbers. And if we feel like we haven't even gotten to the point where there is rapport, um, then we ask them like, is right now, sometimes they're so pissed off and upset that it's not a good time to talk, you know? So it's like, can we, can, is there a better time to talk about this? Because we need also all the, the uh, decision makers on the phone so that when we strike a price, they can make that, um, decision right then and there and we can get it done because a lot of stuff that we do now um, is we try to get the contract over the phone before mm. you know two or three years ago we were doing um, a lot of our in person to person contracts but now it's it's all about speed but we still incorporate the elements of what's working now by doing it virtual but we still have our you know we still got to go through form we still have to make sure um, we're getting you know, one of the things that we do, if you check our website, sellhouse.com or sellhousecolumbus.com, you'll see a ton of testimonials. Oh yeah. And it's all video. It's all on YouTube. And we have probably the most in Ohio Mm -hmm. of sellers saying like, Hey, you guys were really great, you know, and, um, you really paid attention to what we needed. And, um, it's right there. So it's not a, it's not just like we made this up, you know, <laughs> we have video testimonials. So that's the, that's the end goal for us is to make sure that we're, um, you know, finding out what it is that they need so that they can give us a testimonial. And that right there has scored so, so high in our um, website and for SEO and um, also yes. credibility. That's why we were on the news, you know? So yeah. And with your target audience, being on the news is a pretty big deal because those are still people that watch the news. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're, they're typically older people that call in um, or, you know, pick up the phone and talk to us. So, yeah. um, but that's, that's our formula. I mean, it's always, it's always, we got to figure out what the motivation is and pain before we can talk to money. And it's been tremendous for us. It's, it's helped us yeah. buy hundreds and hundreds of homes here in Columbus. 
Yeah, and I think I, I, I think a lot of people would say, you know, that we're primarily what we're talking about is sales, but this I think is one of the areas where sales and marketing overlap with each other because you can market a great service, which you know, if you're a house buyer, you're a service. You can market a great service, but then like not follow up on that. Like make it in your marketing, you can make it look at the, like that's the best thing in the world. But then when you're on the phone with the actual seller trying to close a deal, uh, if you're not following up in a way, you know, if they're if they're watching the testimonials, content, the marketing that's actually on your website, and sellers are saying, you know, these guys listened to us, they really wanted to establish a, a solution for us, and they didn't even talk price until like ten or fifteen minutes into the call, blah blah blah. And then you don't follow up with that on that next call when somebody's watched that video, then that's bad marketing because you know now you've affected your sales process. So this is one of the areas where I think it overlaps a lot. And one thing that really is 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 good to incorporate into this whole conversation is uh, there's a book I'm reading. I can't remember uh, uh, where it is in the book, but um, talking about video marketing and how it affects you know your 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 sales process and that kind of thing. And one of the things that was mentioned was. Um, it, 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 the statement is basically don't speak to your target customers, speak with them. And in that whole concept that you just talk about, you're speaking with them, you know, you're listening to them, then you're speaking with them, uh, you know, across the phone, like how was yeah. Thanksgiving, you know, what, what, and then working into like family, talking about family, why do you want to move to Florida, you know, and then, and then going into the house. And then if the time feels right, going into price, not speaking to them. Speaking to them is saying, hey, we buy all cash. You, you buy that as is. We close in seven days. Here's yeah. what our offer is. That's speaking to them. And people don't want to speak to, you know, be spoken to anymore. They want to be spoken with. So they, they know that you understand their problem and that you, you're actually listening and you can solve a problem for them. Yeah, so. you're right. You're totally right. We, we've, we've had that approach before. Like, oh, let's, you know, go. I mean, and it didn't work. It was, um, it was very combative because it's like, a lot of times the price that they have isn't going to be the price that's going to work for you. Oh, but sure. you don't have any rapport and letting them know like, Hey, you know, they know like who you are, how, you know, what kind of, you know, that we're nice and polite and um, they're believe they're going to believe you more when they talk, when you tell them like, Hey, the, the price is, and this is why our price comes in at this um, number versus their price. They're going to believe you more, you know? And yeah. so that has worked for us. And I have no doubt that a lot of times, you know, it's, it's an obvious thing, like with investors, they, there's always memes and jokes going around about like a, a seller's always going to think they're, you know, the, the, the value of their house is like, you know, a hundred percent more than what the investor is willing to offer and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But if you offer them that price within the first like two minutes of being on the phone with them, it's, that's polarizing. Like it's gonna, it's gonna shut them down immediately because they've given, you've given them no reason to trust you. You've given them no reason to you know, put any weight into what you're saying. And yeah. then you're going to lay this offer on them that is so significantly lower than they're expecting without building in a report. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. And I'm certain that's why a lot of real estate investors lose out on deals on a consistent mm -hmm. basis. So yeah. they'll know sooner or later to, to look at their, their pitch, you know, and see what's <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um, RJ, I know we got a few more minutes left here and, uh, I really like, that was a really, really good conversation. So I want to, I wanted to spend as much time on that as possible. Yeah. Um, but then also be able to leave you a little bit of time to talk about, uh, some of the things that you've adjusted in your marketing as of late. So I know that, you know, we talked about this foundational stuff, but I want to wrap up here with the last five to seven minutes talking about some of the things that you have changed, some of the things that you've seen in, in your guys' marketing within the last year with 
all this craziness going on with COVID and all that stuff. Um, now you're, you're talking about closing deals up the phone as opposed to in person, like what you were doing before. Right. Uh, and then you, now you also have a different motive, right? So now not just turnkeys, you're keeping stuff for yourself, flipping, wholesaling, yeah. all that stuff. So talk to us a little bit about the changes that have been going on with your guys' marketing. Yeah, man. I'm sure everybody's been getting a lot, ton of texts lately. Um, I, I have, I mean, I think I got like three or four just this morning from, <laughs> you know, Black Friday, this, that, and the other yeah, um, yeah. subscriptions that I forgot about. But uh, <laughs> the, um, what was going on earlier this year was that, you know, obviously the pandemic hit and a lot more people were at home and we were, it was probably more 50, 50. We were sending out a bunch of, um, uh, realness voicemails or RVMs. And then we we're also sending out a text and it was a follow-up text and it was working, you know, I, once they responded, then our, our um, salespeople would call them up and start engaging on them on the phone. But something happened in the last, you know, 60 days or so, probably sooner than that, it, 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 there's this opt-out message that um, the text provider that we were using told us that, hey, it's been mandated. We have to put this opt-out text now. And so um, we saw that our response rate went down a lot. And you know, people like myself, you, probably all your listeners here, you get something and that's a weird text, you're probably going to opt out and not want to yeah. continue. You know, it's just, I guess it's just the nature of getting soliciting texts, but it never used to happen before. A lot of people were saying, well, how'd you get my number? Now, before they're even saying how you get the number, they just hit opt out and they're gone. Yeah, they're done. And then you can't get a, you can't get a hold of them after that through that, you know, platform. So what we had to do was um, we we had to do straight cold calling, and instead of texting, um, we replaced cold calling, did the ringless voicemails, um, which I know there's uh, you know there's you could talk on hours about this, but there's some states you can do it, some states you can't. In Ohio, you can. Um, without getting sued. So, you know, not a lawyer, not an attorney, yeah. but yeah, yeah. Check, check with your state. <laughs> yeah, check with your state for sure. Um, but um, so we're, instead of text messaging, we saw um, that cold calling um, was getting us a better response rate. So we were mainly cold calling now. And then um, we, we don't, we're not even talking about direct mail and direct mail was everything that we did, you know, four or five years ago. Um, but now, you know, the direct mail pieces, you just get so so much of it. Well, what we found is that direct mail still works. And since we have, you know, so many houses in Columbus, we were only getting like maybe one or two mail pieces. And so in the last 30 days, we've started to send out um, direct mail and also are now seeing uh, a lot more responses with direct mail. So those are the three, it's ringless voicemail, cold calling and direct mail. And the reason why we started putting, uh, you know, an emphasis there is because we weren't getting that many postcards. And when you see something like that, you got to think like, okay, well, maybe it's not so saturated anymore because now everyone's trying to text and cold call or stuff like that because that's what everyone's teaching, you know? Yeah. And so we made a switch um, to incorporate, not heavily, but it's, um, we did it last month and saw and bought like three or four houses from it. And um, we're going to try and test it again. Because we saw when we get mail every week, we, we're just seeing not that many postcards. There's people that are not doing it anymore. And it's still a good way to reach people. 
But mm -hmm. when you get 20 pieces and 20 letters and all kinds of fancy stuff, you're like, okay, well, maybe we got to go a different route. So I just want to make sure that you, your listeners know that you got to be cognizant of what's um, being used and saturated in, in whatever market you're in. And you may want to go into that direction, but still test. It's all, that's marketing. You know, you got to test which, what, which is working and make sure that you can adjust. So um, I think for this coming next quarter, we're going to continue and, and see and test and see how, uh, what our cost per lead is and cost per deal is. Um, but right now, those are the avenues. It's, it's gone way less than when we used to spend thousands sure. and thousands on direct mail. Yeah. Um, so that's what's working. We, we made a shift from texting to more cold calling, and then we introduced some more direct mail. Yeah. And how many deals are you guys bringing in uh, on a monthly basis average? Yeah, we're averaging around 10 to 12. Okay. Yep. Um, the markets that we're in now are in two other markets. And so we're starting to gain traction with them. Um, our goal is to do at least 20 a, a month in, in those markets. So we've got quite a ways to go and we're still kind of bu building our teams mm -hmm. um, in Cincinnati and Dayton. So uh, we'll sure. get there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I appreciate you sharing all that with us. RJ, man, it has been absolutely incredible having you on the show. I mean, that first, that first conversation that we had about, you know, all, all that stuff and the foundations of marketing that people need to be keeping an eye on, especially on the phone with sellers. I mean, that stuff's invaluable. And I think that if people don't apply that, they're going to be missing out on a lot of deals coming up here soon. So um, appreciate you sharing all that, man. Uh, do I do want to give people the opportunity to connect with you if they want to now, um, as always guys, we're going to have in the link, uh, in the, in the description down below, we're going to have links to all of RJ stuff that he mentions here, all the social profiles. So whatever, pro, uh, whatever platform that you use to consume content, make sure that you do uh, follow RJ puts out a lot of incredible content. So make sure you do that. Um, RJ, maybe take a talk about, uh, the cream, what you guys got going on there. And then if there's yeah. a really good way for somebody to reach out to you to want to connect in any way, shape or form, uh, let them know how that can happen. Awesome. So we're creating um, the, the website and the, the behind it, 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 the scenes is our um, mastermind. And it's going to be for um, people that want to build um, a rental portfolio. Uh, we specialize in the single family rental space, um, not opposed to multifamily. We just feel that single family is a, a really good play right now. But that website is uh, risewiththecream.com. Mm -hmm. And you can find us there. Um, we, we are building that out, but there's some free resources on there. If you want our deal calculator and then also our rehab checklist, when you're walking through properties, what to check off, um, off your list to, to rehab. And then you can connect with, uh, my, me on, um, Instagram at RJ Pepino. And, um, I spent a lot of time on TikTok. that platform is silly, but I used to think like, Oh man, this is just for kids. That's what I used to think with Instagram. But, um, uh, I'm there at, uh, my handle is the real RJ Pepino. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And we're going to have all that link below for you guys to make, make sure you do check that out and whatever platform you're on do, uh, make sure that you are following on there. So RJ, man, it has been fun. I appreciate your time. I look forward to having you back again soon. We'll have Dave on here in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. And then at some point we'll come out and visit you guys and see you again. So awesome, man. Good hanging. All right, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. We appreciate you jumping on and joining us today. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure you have subscribed to the podcast, whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcasts, right now is the time to head over to the homepage of this show. Leave a five-star review with your feedback, and I would much appreciate that. And then also make sure you are uh, 
pre-ordering the REI Marketing book, a book that we have put together. We poured a lot of love and time into this because it is jam-packed full of all kinds of nuggets. Some of the top real estate investors in the country, in the world, and how they do their marketing. And so you can go pre-order that at reimarketingbook.com. All you gotta do is pay for the shipping cost. It is a free book. And yes, this is a marketing funnel that I'm putting you into. So as soon as you hit submit and pay for that, then you've reached that paywall and now you're in my funnel. So I'm gonna remarket to you. So just keep an eye on that if you wanna learn so many marketing techniques. But the book is free and it is uh, jam-packed full of nuggets. So it is worth grabbing. So reimarketingbook.com. Uh, RJ is gonna be in the, the next edition. So you guys will uh, take a peek at that. But that's gonna do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we'll catch you guys on the next one. See you later.